0: Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts Bud and the Deer, Where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier Let's get on with the episode
1: Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics I'm just kind of sitting here on this lovely thursday evening going and thinking to myself wow i can't wait to watch the giants versus the eagles but
0: how are you wow i can't wait to watch my oakland or sorry las vegas raiders with no offensive line that's how i feel right now it's pretty brutal right now would you rather (laughs) have the giants offensive line or the raiders offensive line i feel like it's the same i would rather have a high school give me alabama's offensive line Okay. okay, Upgrades aren't allowed. (laughs) It's only downgrades around here. Love it. (laughs) You want to get, you just want to go
1: hop in. NFL headlines. So Alshon Jeffrey
0: and Zach Ertz rumor is they're up for trade. Give me your opinion. I love it. Why? I I think it is time for them to move on. I don't think you're going to get a lot for Alshon. I mean, you're probably getting barely anything. Zach Hertz is hurt, so he's going to be there for a while. And from four to six weeks, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think you're going to move him this year. I think it's going to be the end of the year.
1: They've been trying to trade him since before the injury, Yes. turns out. So uh, they, they were getting callers, but they haven't fielded or taken any offers realistically. I think now they are going to try uh to to really move him now they know, they, they know they're not going to get anywhere in the contract negotiations Zach Ernst Swans apparently too much but now i think uh they're finally just going to take whatever offer they
0: can and their team looks horrible you know they, they they've had a lot of injuries they're they're not ready to compete as of right now
1: i don't know i don't know if i could say that I feel like they could be ready you to You think they
0: can compete right now. So so their division is so bad. Their division's horrible. So the, by you, default. Yeah, when you get into the playoffs, what what are you gonna do? You gonna play against a horrible team? No, no. but
1: realistically you just want to get into the playoffs. And then after that, <sighs> as the story
0: goes, anything can happen. Just just throwing the trash there, hoping something sticks somewhere is pretty much what you just told me. I mean they almost yeah. beat the Seattle Seahawks last
1: year, who in my opinion were stronger last year than they are this year. So uh, I'm not quite there yet on their rebuilding mode. Carson Wentz, I think, is a very good quarterback. I think when their offensive line is healthy, which I think it can get healthy, that uh, it is a good offense. Miles Sanders, when he gets healthy, they have a running game. Uh, they always seem to find a way to make plays on defense. they got a great defensive line.
0: I'm not ready to throw in the towel on the Eagles.
1: I think they can still make something
0: happen. Let me, Let me ask you a question here. Uh, if you had to bet your life on them making the NFC Championship game, would you? Would you do that? Repeat that. Them making the championship game, NFC Championship game. Okay. Would you bet your life on that? No. Would you even consider it? Not right would now. Would you consider them making playoffs? Would you bet your life on them making playoffs?
1: Uh, well, I mean, what's the alternative? I mean, if I'm betting my life on them, I mean, I got to get, get something you, in return. Yeah,
0: you get like five million dollars. if You're like, right. Yeah, I'd do it. You'd do it. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, so I mean, who in the division is going to take it from them? The Cowboys? Well, they saying, got demolished.
0: I'm not saying that, but they are not going to win a Super Bowl. They are not going to compete for an NFC Championship, in my opinion. They have too many holes. They <laughs> their offense does not look good. Yes, their offensive line is horrible. Maybe they can get healthy. Let's see it happen. First off, Whoa. They, they they need a lot of work compared to teams that potentially will destroy them in the Super Bowl as long if as they you, even make the Super Bowl
1: as long as you're able to put the divisional banner up in your stadium then it's completely worth the doing I mean that sells tickets sells jerseys gets fans on your side uh keeps head coaching jobs uh, I don't see them throwing the towel just yet I think it is a little unrealistic for them to start tanking for a draft pick especially a draft pick on a college football no
0: week. one no one said that but Zach Ertz has done nothing Correct. Yeah, well, so he's not the issue. So so you trading him away does it's it's not going to hurt your team or help your team almost to a certain extent. Fair enough. Okay, so Alshon Jeffrey hasn't been here all season, so trading him is not going to do anything.
1: You're not going to get anything. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think they're going to end up having to release Alshon Jeffrey. I don't even think he plays a snap for the Eagles. I I
0: would agree. I, I can definitely see that. Uh, Zachert. I mean, what what would you give for a Ertz? I don't think you're giving a lot right now because you also need to get him under contract and make sure it seems like he wants a lot of money. He hasn't produced. He doesn't look good. The fit for me would be the New England Patriots. I know that sounds weird, but they love their tight ends. I don't think they're going to pay him what he wants, but I don't think anyone's going to pay him what he wants right now.
1: Nah, it, it's hard to justify paying him what he wants when you have such a disappointing year, but it's not necessarily his fault of the disappointing year, but then again, you're an NFL player. You're it is your to fault produce. still. <laughs> so technically, yeah, they're going to put the blame on you. Now, Michael Thomas tweaked his hamstring in
0: practice on Wednesday, did not practice
1: today as of Thursday.
0: Can can we talk about him being potentially the biggest bust of this year? Yes. Uh, right. As of right now, yes, he is the biggest bust of the year. It's got to be brutal right now because if you are down and you need to win to make playoffs – he, he's killing you. He's killing you. You didn't trade him away. You kept him, and you. It's probably a must-win week for you. If it is, it, it's gotta hurt. So Saquon is probably a bigger bust. How many points does Saquon have?
1: I'll look that up for you.
0: If you okay. can look that up, I know Michael Thomas. I think has three points
1: or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. I didn't
0: think he had a lot, but yeah, we can we can do that. I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, Noah Fant, uh, Johnny Smith, full practice today, which is. Is great news. There was big concern about Johnny Smith. Looks like he is ready to play. Noah Fant, hopefully, get that offense back on track. Um, Crowder, Mixon, and John Brown did not participate. The Crowder one is a is a little bit of a surprise for me. I, I was not expecting that.
1: Yeah, well, he tested out his groin. I believe it is Wednesday. He had a limited practice. So it either goes one or two ways. Either they're resting him to make sure he's healthy or that practice didn't go so well for him and now he's set back a little bit farther. Yes, he, uh, by the way, yes, Saquon is not quite as big of a bust as Michael Thomas is.
0: <laughs> what did Saquon have? He
1: has a uh, 13 or 12 and a half Oh, killing total, it. Half point PPR total. Killing it. While, huh? <laughs> uh, like you said, Michael Thomas has a
0: 3.5. It is 3.5. Wow. Wow.
1: So uh, you are right there. They're both. Uh, I just They're still, both busts. I'm not I'm not get, arguing that. I'd I still say Saquon is a bigger bust considering he was probably drafted second overall. Yeah, over y- you Dolls.
0: can definitely argue that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yes. So you already talked about Jameson Crowder. Correct. So let me hop into Joe don't, Mixon. Don't you do it. So Joe Mixon, uh, so he did not practice, but he was on the sideline and apparently he was doing a dance off with some people. So uh, if you're doing a dance off on a bad foot, <laughs> I think you're all right.
0: He's Yeah. <laughs> It's a little different dancing to playing football but yeah i mean i can definitely see where you're going joe mixon's disappointing me right now
1: yeah but you're completely right dancing is way harder than playing football all right so (laughs) there we're going there on that john brown also did not practice unless you have a final closing cost on joe mixon i have what unless you have a final closing statement for john joe mixon he's killing me yeah he is killing you how do you feel about that he's not i'm five one i'm i was really glad (laughs) i traded him in dynasty you traded Mixon? Yes. When did
0: you trade Mixon? Well, you should know. I traded him to you. No, you didn't. You traded Chubb. Are you are you, are you you drunk again?
1: No, I just might be. Yeah, All I right think. Th- so, John Brown. <laughs> <laughs> just ignore that, guys. <laughs> we're we're going to keep moving. So, John Brown, he also hit the did not practice tab in his practice facility. Uh, I, I'm extremely disappointed by him. He had a couple good first starts. He had a couple good games. And then it made you realize, wow, why did we draft him in the 10th round? But unfortunately, the injuries are piling up now. And I think the biggest uh, hit to this is Josh Allen because he really liked John Brown. And you could tell there was a, connection. a massive difference.
0: Yeah, there was a connection for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stefan Diggs, he's a great upgrade over John Brown. Mm-hmm. But John Brown's John Brown. And when you <laughs> have a connection, you have a connection.
0: <laughs> yes. How do you like that so far? You liking that? Um, it's great. great your, your boy, AJ Brown, practiced full Wednesday, but not, did not participate today, this Thursday.
1: So I think they're just limiting his practice reps. We Most haven't heard any, heard anything about an injury and it's not really likely that a bone, a bone bruise randomly reappears on your body. So I think they're just limiting his reps. They did play Monday night. So it,
0: it is it is common for veterans or bigger players top tier players as we say um not practice on thursday every so often especially if you're getting later in the season
1: yeah when you play a monday night game usually you got an extra day off to work yourself out and stay healthy robert tunyan killing it and dj shark cream hunt julio jones all limited practice today robert tunyon is probably the biggest question mark because not only was he uh limited but he didn't have pads on so he was just kind of doing side drills with a trainer away from the team facility so uh he's the only real question mark i have for sunday now did you know they had to have a pr uh statement on how to pronounce robert tunyon's name
0: I did not. Yeah,
1: apparently, uh, it, it, see, his last name is spelled T-O-N-Y-A-N, but people were saying it like Tonian, uh, or Tonian. They were actually saying it how it's spelled, mm-hmm. but it's not quite that way. The <laughs> O is technically a U, so they were going Tonian, but it's Tonian. There you go. Uh, you're such a gentleman. Uh, you know, I educate <laughs> people on a daily basis. Oh, do you? Yeah. Who do you educate? I, um. Well, you know... The fantasy football audience.
0: Oh, you're you're very nice.
1: Thank you. That's what I do. You know. So the entire Raiders offensive line was sent home after Trent Brown tested positive for COVID. Uh, I mean, it
0: is their correct move, but how did that happen? <laughs> there. <are> th- <laughs> how how do you think it happened? He went out. Yes.
1: Finally, played and celebrated.
0: Yeah, that's. That's a hundred percent what now, he's
1: a big guy, he's six seven. He's massive. He's six seven, he's like four hundred pounds. And he's four hundred pounds of raw strength. That guy can move people. And yeah. he's stationary. You don't get by him. He's a he's a beast of his own. And uh well, he's might get taken down from the inside out due to COVID. He is supposedly asymptomatic, which is good news, but it also could be bad news because now we have no idea how many people he could have potentially infected. So right now they have the whole offensive line sent home. And uh, I believe NFL regulations, you must have five active offensive line and then three, uh, you know, reserve fill in on the bench. Correct. And currently the Raiders do not even have that minimal criteria. So how do you
0: think it is going to play out? Not good. I, I, like, it, I don't know. I, I potentially. So I was, I was discussing this with uh, another person today. And if we sign someone they have to isolate for at least six days. Yes. So we can't, I don't know how we're going to play to be a hundred percent Frank. I'm sure they're, they'll figure out a way cause they'll, they're losing money if they don't play, but it's going to be a weird situation that we've never seen before. Yeah, I, think- I have bets. They're playing. I, if I had to make a bet, that's what it would be, but I don't see how they're going to.
1: So they got their game rescheduled. They were supposed to play Sunday night, and now they have a Sunday evening game. Uh, I think that was a good move from the NFL to prep themselves for a postponing of the game. Uh, I think as long as Sunday morning, one of them or a handful of them test negative for COVID, I think they were going to be sent into that game to play. Uh, I think Trent Brown is going to be one of the only people that don't actually play that game. So Jarvis Landry dealing with a rib injury. He has a broken rib to be more specific. I don't know how you play football with a broken rib. That's pretty difficult. Talent? Uh No, I don't think that's talent. I, I think he's going to be relatively irrelevant this week and for maybe a couple of weeks. And uh OBJ should see a little bit more targets, but he should also see a whole lot of more double teams out there. OBJ's just been...
0: I can't even get into it right now.
1: So DeAndre Hopkins, he missed practice. But I fully expect him to play. I mean, he he he's went multiple weeks without practicing all week. At this point, I'm pretty sure he's doing it to avoid practice. Uh, but let's fully expect him to be out there Sunday.
0: He'll be out there for absolutely, 100%. The clutch starts and sits.
1: Clutch starts and sits of the week. So we're going to start it with, some sad Dallas Cowboys versus Washington football team. Uh, right now, Andy Dalton.
0: Everybody was kind of considering streaming him. I think I that streamed him. You, I streamed him one game. You did? I did because that worked I, out. I didn't. I didn't have a lot of different options. It worked out horribly.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine. Unfortunately, Correct. he is now officially not a streamer anymore. Uh, the whole wide receiving core for the Raiders—they're on edge. I'm not sure what I want to do. For the Cowboys? Yeah, for the Cowboys. We could do that for the for the Washington football team too. We could dice him up in there. Oh yeah, definitely. So, Michael Gallup dropped a touchdown pass. He had two uh, touchdown throws later on in the game thrown at him overthrown. So, uh, I think because he's a bigger bodied receiver, you could safely put him in your wide receiver 3 to flex spot due to the uh, touchdown potential that he has. So Amari Cooper, you're he's must start. He's earned that value. Uh now, there's one more receiver. I'm not quite sure what I want to do with him.
0: Which one is that, sir?
1: The the one that I'm currently blanking <laughs> on his name. C.D. Lamb. You're
0: talking about C.D.? Yeah, C.D. It's Lamb. not Jerry. Yeah, see, I was it's about to say it, but then I was like, you know, I think it's C.D. Lamb. Um, You you can have him as a flex option. I'm going to be very timid with these wide receivers other than Amari Cooper until I actually figure out on who Dalton is going to be throwing to and if they are going to to be a good offense or a decent offense at that point.
1: The first thing they're going to do is make sure Zeke doesn't fumble. He currently actually has five fumbles this year. Most in the NFL, surprisingly. The next highest is three fumbles with Miles Sanders. So right now, if you don't hold on to the ball, you're not getting the ball.
0: Yes, but you're still starting Zeke. I mean, that's, yeah, you're, you're a hundred percent starting Zeke. He needs to not fumble. He, he, needs like he, he needs to get his stuff situated. I, I fully expect him to do so. Um, but I'm waiting and seeing on those wide receivers. Yeah, right now, Mari Cooper, he's the only one with a must-start tag on him.
1: The other ones, if you have better options or feel comfortable with other options, then I highly suggest you doing so. Now, on the other side of the football, Terry McLaurin, is he the only starter that you must start?
0: No, I think I'm, I'm comfortable to flex Gibson. Maybe an RB2 tag uh, this game against Dallas. Dallas defense has been horrible. Uh, they've been putting up points everywhere uh, for whoever they play. I think Gibson could have a good to decent game. I'm not going to say amazing because I don't know what the volume's going to be. Um, but Gibson's a guy you could start if you had a bench or if you had bye weeks this week.
1: Well, Gibson, I feel like he's earned In every week starting role especially against now a dallas defense i'm not necessarily worried about him he's going to get some touches he's going to get some receptions the only question is the touchdown if he doesn't get a touchdown then he's going to be a relatively uh not necessarily irrelevant back but he's definitely going to be hindered by that now logan thomas washington wide uh, washington tight end i should say he he's been a decent streamer he's posted up multiple 10 touch 10 point games uh, he's been a solid red zone threat. He currently has two touchdowns on the season, including one last week. Against the Dallas defense, there are a lot of question marks in the tight end position. Say so you're a Zach Ertz owner, Goddard owner, a disappointing Higby owner, or now you're a Tunyon owner who doesn't know if he's going to play this
0: week. Would you do it? I'd rather have. Like Jared Cook. Jared I, Cook I, is probably picked up on a team right now. I, I've seen him on almost every waiver wire, almost every league, uh, four or five leagues just today that I looked at. Cook was available.
1: So Cooks is rostered in eighty percent of Yahoo leagues as of right now. So, so if he's uh, let's it,
0: assume he's taken. Okay, so what are my options other than him?
1: Okay, here, I'll give you a
0: quick... G- give me short some rundown on... So who? Logan
1: Thomas right now, I'm looking at a, a pretty competitive league right now, mm-hmm. and I'm checking the waiver wires and that specifically. Logan Thomas is available. Eric Ebron, Daniel Schultz, uh, Dan Schultz, Dalton Schultz, sorry, Tyler Higbee, and then Richard Rodgers, the current
0: now starting tight end on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I'm... Yeah, I mean he he probably would be my best option there. You, you I, are, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable with Ebron. Yeah, Schultz I, know, I would consider, but like we talked about those Cowboys, we really don't know what Andy Dalton's going to do. Dalton to Dalton, maybe, but Logan Thomas is probably a safe, safer bet on this.
1: Now with Andy Dalton's one game with Dalton Schultz, he had four receptions for 35 yards. I'm not quite comfortable with that i kind of like richard Rodgers a little bit more than logan thomas but uh i wouldn't mind it yeah i wouldn't mind it at all now of course when i'm talking about points we are in a half point ppr type league now let's move on to the buffalo bills versus the uh, amazing elite top tier 0 and six
0: new york jets can I, mean, I can i summarize this game yeah you go ahead uh no one on the jets uh everyone on the bills Yep. And we're good. That was pretty fair. I, I, I don't think we really need to get into anything until Adam Gase is gone.
1: Uh, Jameson Crowder, if he plays, if he plays, you can definitely go for it. Sure. Because right now, actually, the Bills secondary is a little suspect out right now. They definitely got penalized heavily. Of course, it is against the Chiefs, so uh, I don't necessarily blame them, but they have not played up to par this year. But like you have said, everybody on the Bills is basically a must start as long as they're playing. Cole Beasley, I'm definitely going to put him in if I need to. Cole Beasley has been a little bit of a standout receiver while uh, John Brown has not been there. But let's move on to two undefeated teams. Business is booming! Game of the week! So, two uh, uh, 5-0 undefeated teams in the Pittsburgh stealing uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans. I think this is going to be a great game. They're both it, undefeated.
0: Are the Steelers going to steal the game? Ooh. Is that what you were trying to say there?
1: Ooh, uh, no, I, <laughs> I think the Titans got this one. Okay, I think the Titans got this one. But right now, there's so many fantasy implications on this game. Everybody's going to be watching. How does the Steelers receiving court look like now that Deontay Johnson is back? How does Tennessee look? Does John Brown or does AJ Brown play? Does Derrick Henry? destroy that defense? I mean, that is a good Pittsburgh defense. How does Tannehill react? Are you starting Tannehill? There's a lot of questions. Do you
0: have the answers? Uh, of course I have the answers, but I'm asking you. So, Tannehill is a start. He's yes. been, he's been killing it, obviously. Derrick Henry is going to be a must start. A.J. Brown is going to play. If he plays, start. Johnny Smith, start. Other than that, I'm going to... Those are my guys.
1: Yeah, right now, if I have a player on either team, I'm going to go ahead and start them. Eric Ebron is the only person that yeah. I would rather not start. As uh, that, That's basically it on the Pittsburgh side. I mean, James Conner, well, you're obviously going to start. Ben Roethlisberger, I'm not mad at it. I'd go ahead and do it. So,
0: between those wide receivers, because everyone's talking about the wide receivers for the Steelers. Yes. Th- that's the big question mark here. So, Claypool, I, I want you to rank who you'd feel comfortable starting. So uh, I'm going to go Deontay Johnson first. Okay. Claypool second. Juju third. Okay. And then James Washington four. Yes. And then er- Eric Ebron on the bench all the way in the corner.
1: Yeah. He, he's kind of sitting crying in the corner wondering what happened to my career. <laughs> it went away. <laughs> it went away. Oh, wait, oh wait, he never had one. He's been kind of like bouncing team to team. Everybody's kind of banking on potential. Never yeah. Happened. Uh, it's potential is over with at this point. Yeah, eventually he's got to produce. He's going to get one touchdown on the year, and then every other team's going to go, we can replicate that, right?
0: Mm, no. Eh, no.
1: Exactly. Now, let's move on to the Carolina versus the Saints. A divisional game, and all eyes are going to be on this game because if Mike Davis struggles a little bit more like how he did last week, McCaffrey might be forced into the Thursday night lineup against the Falcons, which... I'm not necessarily hopeful for. I'd be happy. But I just want to see Christian McCaffrey back in the field. I Against want to see some spice. I it, this game should have been a McCaffrey versus Camara duel. Unfortunately, we kind of got robbed of that. Now we got Mike Davis versus Camara. And unfortunately, that's just not as nice of a ring to it. Not the same. It's not the same. It's like, you know, when you ask your mom as a kid, oh, we got, can we get McDonald's? And then she's like, we got food at home. And then the food at home is ramen noodles or, or they go like to that. mcdonald's and get you a caesar salad uh well they don't have caesar
0: salad <laughs> or apple slices apple and God, milk
1: who, imagine going to mcdonald's and getting apple slices <laughs> i'm
0: sure terrible. it's been i'm sure it's
1: been done uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it has been done and that kid currently has trauma for it so dj moore robbie anderson they're must starts correct yeah
0: you're starting both of them mike davis he's must an start. rb1 must yeah.
1: start Uh, I mean, if you have two receivers in the must-start category, that must mean the quarterback is must-start, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, Saints defense hasn't been that great, but I wouldn't put Teddy Bridgewater as a must-start, but he is a start option if you really need a quarterback.
1: I feel, well, right now, say you were a, Mm -hmm. not a, uh, What's what's the Vikings
0: quarterback name all of a Kirk sudden? Cousins. Kirk Cousins. there we go. If Kirk I'm, Cousins, I'm going Teddy Bridgewater instead of Kirk well, Cousins.
1: Well, Kirk Cousins is on a bye week, so you'd be very intelligent to do that. Oh, would I? Yes. Well,
0: I'm, I'd be very intelligent that I have no shares of Kirk Cousins, hey, and I never right. will. I he's never will. Good. He's been doing good. No, 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 no.
1: So, uh, I you know, if you're stuck on a bye week, Teddy Bridgewater is a great streaming option. Now, on the other side of the football, Michael Thomas, I am going to go ahead and say I do not expect him to play. I don't know if you feel the same way. He's not going to play. You don't think
0: so? No, he's not going to play.
1: Do you think he tweaked it on practice or is this one of the another one I of those? I think there
0: could be more things going on than we're actually hearing.
1: Yeah, do you think they're still upset at him?
0: I think I think something's going on other than I think he's pulling in Antonio Brown a little bit.
1: When when are we going to see the bleached stash?
0: It's already happened. Oh, is that, is that what happened? <laughs> That's what happened. They they saw him come in the door and they were like, huh oh, "No, nope. no, 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 no."
1: So what you're saying is he asked to shoot a music video. The Saints said no, and he still did it anyway. He didn't ask.
0: Oh, he just did it. He just did it. He just did he it. He did it at practice. Anyway. Lil Wayne was there, dude. Everybody in the middle Lo- of practice. We- of course. In the middle of practice, Camaro yep. was picking up a bubble
1: screen. And then Michael Thomas said, no, wait. No, got no, no, no. Little Wayne lit him up. Damn, Damn. Little, Little Wayne Zane. trucked him. Zane Poor was guy. Good. Yeah. Poor guy. He probably pulled him by the nose ring all the way across the field. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on a more serious note, Emmanuel Sanders, I'm putting him in the must start if he does not play. Uh, then Jared Cook, like we talked about earlier, very comfortable with him in his start. Drew Brees seems to like him a lot, especially in the red zone when you're a big-body guy like him. Uh, it's definitely a nice target to throw at. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, of course, he's going to be my start. Now Latavius Murray, he has gotten over 10 carries throughout the year. So if you're getting 10 carries and about two catches, right? Currently, he, he currently averages at least one catch a game. That means you have some sort of fantasy relevance, right? Yeah, and then goal line opportunities. Too. He's been getting a couple goal line
0: opportunities, but that's wishy-washy. It's not safe to rely on that. We're not relying on it. We're we're relying on the ten carries, and then the upside is the touchdowns. So the he's line. flexible. Correct. N- nothing more than a flex. No, no, no. I, I would flex is
1: my option right there. Flex, flex. There we go. So Green Bay against Houston. The disappointing Aaron Rodgers. So in, in some leagues he posted negative points depending on the format, but uh, regardless, a two point uh, quarterback is not what you want to see. Regardless of how. It ends up going. So, Aaron Rodgers, I'm still going to put him as the bounce back of the week. He's a must start. Aaron Jones, must start. Devontae Adams, must start. Uh, Robert Tunyon, if he plays, depending on how he practices. So, if he practices full Saturday or Friday, then I'm comfortably putting him in and expecting him to be a tight end one. If he is questionable going into the game, and in a game-time decision he plays, then I'd rather look at other options. I don't want a hobbling tight end when I could probably just
0: pick up a Logan Thomas and stash him in my spot. Yeah, I fully agree on that. Uh, Texans, who are we? Deshaun Watson. Must start. Okay. Um, Brandon Cooks. He's earned it. Okay. He's earned it. Will Fuller? He's earned it. Uh, David Johnson. What What are we looking at with David Johnson here? So...
1: Green Green Bay does not have a good run defense This has started from when the Niners exposed them in the regular season In the playoffs And now every single team is trying to establish the run on them And they're able to do so So uh, I'm definitely going to put David Johnson as a solid start I'm comfortably putting him in my position right now Ronald Jones put up over 100 yards on him on 20 carries You can definitely get semi-production out of that from David Johnson I hope so I uh you know what? I don't need to hope. I'm confident. Ooh I'm confident it. in it. I love it. So the Browns against Cincinnati. The Browns, they're doo doo. Let's face it. They're four and two. They're four and two. But
0: they're doo doo. So what's the Jets? Amazing. Jets are 0 and six. So the Jets so The Browns are doo doo. Jets are what? They're Throw are, up?
1: They're they're a plane without
0: any fuel in it. How about that? No, they're just pl- stuck. They're a plane that had enough fuel to just get in the air. And then you know what's going to happen
1: next. No, no, no. I don't think they ever got the
0: ability to take
1: off. You know how fast you have to go to take off. That that requires some sort of momentum.
0: Yeah, it needs momentum to come all the way back down and crash. Yeah, but and implode. Crashing requires you to go up. How about this? Okay, we'll compromise. They're trying to go. Okay. All right. And the wheels fall off. Oh. And, and then they roll a couple uh, times. They do a couple barrel plane, rolls. Plane catches on fire. Yep.
1: You know, mm-hmm. just, you know, there you go. At, one, uh, at what point is Adam Gase going to say, you know what? Maybe my coaching tactics, they need a little revamp. Never. Never. He's sitting in a burning room going, everybody else is wrong except for me. I- and you know what? I fully respect it it's to horrible. a certain degree. That's horrible. I know. If you're going to be that stubborn... I respect it.
0: At that point, you I know, what, you might as well I, might as well go down with your ship. I don't. I think you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a complete idiot. That's like that. Uh, yeah, that's just horrible. <laughs> yes,
1: correct. Now, Kareem Hunt, he did practice limited. I do expect him to play, and uh, he's gonna get rewarded with a very weak run defense, and I expect him to do very, very well. Last time they played each other, in what was it, week two? Surprisingly, they're already playing each other again. Uh, Kareem Hunt, he had two touchdowns. Solid game. Even uh, Nick Chubb had an even bigger game, so I fully expect him to get his. I even expect Ernest Johnson to get a decent amount of carries this game. I think they're going to blow him out early and often, even though they don't have a Jarvis Landry. I think OBJ is going to take over this game.
0: Yeah. You think he's going to take over completely? I think this is going to be a game where he it, goes
1: off. Not because not because he's amazing, but volume. It's, it's the volume and the Cincinnati defense that is relatively weak. Last time they played each other, OBJ had a 40-yard bomb for a touchdown. Could have had more if they weren't
0: running out the clock so quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if he just does nothing. I, I'm too. not surprised. Like, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I don't expect it. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a safer option, which sounds weird. Because there's no one else there. Exactly.
1: Now, on the Cincinnati side, I don't know what to do anymore. A.J. Green, he had a big game.
0: Tyler Boyd, he had a good game. T. Higgins, he had a good game. A.J. Green has had targets throughout the whole season. He just hasn't done anything with them because they have a plethora of wide receivers everywhere. T. Higgins is in that A.J. Green spot. I think A.J. Green gets traded before the trade deadline. That That's what I think. I don't see why they would keep him he's an aging wide receiver T Higgins looks really good Tyler Boyd looks great they have options there to mess around with I would move him I hope they move him Um, I don't know how much that will help his stock depends on where he goes I don't think it will be drastic change but AJ Green does still have some talent I know they moved him in the slot last game that helped out a decent amount uh, with a little bit of separation help but I'm If you're in dire need of wide receiver, you can start him as a flex, but I'm not expecting much at all. I'm not – yes, I'd put
1: him in a flex. It's hard hard to say.
0: I'm not happy about it. Yeah,
1: no, not at all. No, I'm not happy about that. But, I mean, A.J. Green with a fall from grace going from wide receiver one to almost irrelevant in a very quick amount of time. He hasn't played in so long. (laughs) And and it hurts to see because, you know, he seems like a nice guy. Oh, well, you know? No, I mean, you know, we talk on the DL sometimes. You know, mm. we chit-chat, mm. send a couple memes to each other. Mm. You know, N- none serious. N- it's not like you would know Oh, because okay. you're just not there. Oh, okay. But Understandable. It, it happens. Understandable. So, Joe Mixon, if he plays Mustard, if he does not play Giovanni Bernard, he's a plug-and-play RB2 at the worst, honestly. I think he's a very good RB himself, regardless of uh, his position on the depth chart. So, Detroit on atlanta i think this is gonna be a fun game to watch is it because i have a little because golly day he's gonna eat julio jones he's gonna eat calvin ridley gonna eat who's another player
0: quick name him name him i'm on fire now i'm on fire right now come on you're on fire i'm on fire literally, literally on me, fire yeah, just, I, mean, I have your favorite segment just just sitting here waiting for you hit it and you're on fire i that keep it going Kicker of the week. Matt Prater, your kicker of the week. You know, that's a really good one. I'm just I'm just saying. We we, it does we don't magically come up with these things. Young Hoku last week, nineteen points. Let's go. Lions against the Falcons. Falcons have a horrible defense. They are going to get down the field. I see it as a high flying game. Prater is going to be a safe pick there.
1: Raiders are going to be a great pick, and he can kick a long field goal. I mean, he he's kicking 60 yarders before. I could see him knocking out a quite long field goal. When you have two bad defenses and two good high-flying offenses? You're going to have to play catch-up. You're going to have to be kicking field goals. You're going to be scoring some points. You're going to be kicking those extra points. You're going to get those PATs. It's just going to be points all over the place. Uh, th- this is a sneaky game of the week. I thought about it, but I was like, you got to go with the undefeated teams. I mean, right now, golly days must start. And the list we went on earlier, Gurley, John J. Swift, he could put him in the flex. Adrian Peterson, he can go into the flex. Yeah, Kareon so Johnson could be dropped. He's the sad boy in the corner wishing he got some
0: attention and affection. So we, so we did have uh, a question from one of the listeners. Okay, let's hear it. Um, his question was, can I start Swift? And would I rather start Swift? or boston scott Oh, that's a good one so so the
1: problem with boston scott is he's going to get some volume right now
0: yeah we don't know how much yeah safe to say 10 carries let's say 10 carries yeah you're probably getting at least 10 to 11 touches
1: yes that's minimum swift is probably going to get that same minimum touches but with boston scott if he does nothing then you're going to go the whole four days because it is a Thursday night game uh, stressed out on the rest of your roster. And that's never fun. So if if you can avoid stressing yourself out, then I, you might as well go with the safer option, which is DeAndre Swift. Yeah, Swift
0: is going to be my pick as well. But I, I, Boston I, Scott I, is a
1: bigger boom option. I opinion. feel
0: comfortable starting, not super comfortable starting DeAndre Swift. I do think I know what Boston Scott's going to do. I think he's going to get a decent amount of volume. DeAndre Swift looked like he took over that backfield last week. I think it, I, it's They're both good options, and I think almost the risk is almost kind of the same, slightly. I kind of want to say Boston's got a
1: little bit more now. Okay. I, I, I think he is a bigger boom option. I definitely think the Giants' defense and the run defense is not good enough to stop the Eagles. Uh, I expect the Eagles to win this game so I expect them to take some time off the clock Atlanta Falcons while they are 1-5 they are not a bad football team uh, they, they might be pushing Detroit over the edge this game so time for the game that isn't a game but it might be a game but I think it's not going to be a game oh. which is Tampa Bay versus the
0: Las Vegas Raiders why is it not going to be a game but well, a game
1: because uh, they might not play therefore it can't really necessarily be a game it's going to get postponed. Then it's not really a game if it's postponed, but it's still a game technically.
0: It's always a game. No matter what. Okay, then. Except without an offensive lineman.
1: Therefore,
0: uh, There's exactly. no game. <laughs> exactly. Then it's not really a game if you're getting blown out. <laughs> exactly. See? See? exactly. See? It, it, the, it, works. it works. Line up Buccaneers defense. Yeah. If, if you can't block, it's going to be a long day for everyone. Yeah. You're still starting Josh Jacobs. Yeah, you're gonna do it. You're still starting Waller. Yes, I think it actually it. increases Waller a little bit, trying to get the ball out quicker, right to Waller and spread him out a little bit, um, or even a little Hunter Renfro. I think it hurts Rugs a decent amount. If, you, uh, if, if if you even consider starting Rugs, I mean, stay away. So so Rugs.
1: He, he can't get the deep bomb now. He's not going to have enough time no. in the pocket in order to be able to run that route. But you can get a lot of little wide receiver screens, a lot of bubble touch passes. That's extremely popular now. If
0: they set those up. If they set them up. If that's what Gruden wants to do.
1: I, I fully think Gruden will go for that on that.
0: I, I hope so. They're, yeah. they're going to need to make a lot of movements this game. you got to uh, get Buc- creative. Buccaneers, though. So Ronald Jones is going to be a start. must start. Uh, a must start. And I think he could have a big game because I think... The Raiders could be down early and early quick.
1: Well, right now, Ronald Jones is the only running back in the NFL with three straight 100 yard rushing games. Right now, we are not seeing 100 yard rushers in the NFL. Right now, Zeke, he's He's not pulling it up. So, we're seeing a 100 yard rusher consistently day in and week out. It's refreshing to see. Is it?
0: Are you saying Ronald Jones is your savior?
1: Uh no 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 please and don't say that. and you love Ronald Jones no please don't say that
0: uh is Fournette playing?
1: Yes, but I do not think he's going to be relevant. He's sending out cryptic tweets complaining about his uh, workload right now. Oh my god! So so he uh, I think his uh, visitation on Tampa Bay is going to be over pretty soon. Right now, uh, the rookie <laughs> quick uh, rookie, what's his name Vaughn. Vaughn? Yeah, he's getting more playing time than Leonard Fournette, in my opinion. Uh, Mike Evans going to be a must start. Godwin must start. They've all earned it if they play. I know a lot of them are resting right now, so they have the questionable tag accrued to them. But here's the rumor: okay. I, I want, I want, I want to lay you on a rumor. Okay. So Antonio Brown has been rumored with uh, Tampa Bay, not because area uh, Bruce Arians wants it, but because Tom Brady is demanding it. Not a surprise. Tom Brady has said he wants. Uh, Antonio Brown on his roster. Cool. Take him. Will they, though? No. No? You don't think Arians will pull the trigger? I don't now?
0: think they will. Arians said no last time. I, I don't see why it's going to change. I think it'll Brady, change. Brady has some sway, you know? Brady has options, and he has leverage.
1: Uh, and well, When you're 4-2, and, and you might be 5-2 after this game, or at least I would expect you to be, I think you start making reactionary decisions on making a playoff push. And if you do that and Godwin gets hurt again or Mike Evans gets hurt again, then I think you are going to have to be forced to play your hand and get yourself another receiver. If. If. It's I, and the I, key word there. I, I could still see Antonio Brown being the third receiver on that team. They could have a Mike Evans, they could have a Godwin, and they could have Antonio Brown.
0: We talked about this last year. Yes, we and did. And I said... Tom Brady the Buccaneers yes you did and I said it would be very entertaining yes you did I'm gonna say something right now okay Antonio Brown okay not to the Buccaneers where's he going? Seattle you see
1: I can see that because Seattle's known to take questionable figures
0: (laughs) figures but uh at the same time I don't know that's tough We'll see. I mean, last time we did not think Tom Brady was going to be on the Buccaneers. I didn't it, think he'd be the Patriots. It, 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 my, my shot was a far shot. It, it was pretty early, and I nailed it. You uh, nailed we'll, it. We'll have to see if Antonio Brown is actually back in the league after week eight. I mean,
1: he still has his sexual abuse cases, and sexual assault sorry cases. So, we, I mean, we, it's
0: not even a for sure that he doesn't get suspended even more. We do have get, to remember that. I mean, he's been in trouble with the law almost every month in the past year. Like He's been consistently in trouble and an issue in the locker room. So even if he gets on a team, is he going to be relevant and actually do anything? So if we have Godwin Evans and Antonio Brown, is he relevant? How relevant is he going to actually be?
1: It's hard to be fantasy relevant when you're uh, running the ball – 40% 40, uh, 40% of your offensive time, and then you're passing it to Godwin and Evan, the other 20% of the time, and then Gronkowski, another 10%, and then Cameron Bright, the other 5%, and then the other 5% dumping it off to running backs. There isn't a timeshare to feed all three receivers, and there isn't a timeshare to feed Antonio Brown. He's going to be a depth piece that everyone's going to pick up, start, and then you know he's going to get five catches for 50 yards, and that's probably his peak.
0: Yeah, he'll probably have one big game. But other than that, it will – I don't see much. I don't. It's difficult for me to justify uh, putting
1: him on my roster. I know a lot of people are are uh, going nuts over it because, I mean, he is good, but he is a little bit older in age. And now he, you're expecting him to go into a team, memorize a playbook, make it work. A little tough. Tough, I,
0: tough sell. Yeah, I mean, if you have an open bench spot that – is doing nothing and you really don't have anyone yet. I I can see it, but I wouldn't see it this early. I mean, you you got two more weeks. Two more weeks. Now, Jacksonville
1: versus the Chargers. You still have Justin Herbert at quarterback making it that I want to start Keenan Allen if he plays, Hunter Henry if he plays, Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly. They get the nod in my opinion. Uh, I don't know if you have any other question or thoughts there. Let's go Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson, I'm definitely rooting for him at this point. Now, on the other side of the ball, I think this is going to be a, not necessarily a make or break game for James Robinson, but I think they're going to look at this game pretty closely.
0: I'm not concerned about James Robinson. I think he will be fine, um, but I, anytime you have a bad game or you're not relevant the first game, they're going to be looking at you the next one, and I think they're just evaluating the rosters right now for Jacksonville and they're going to try to figure out if he's going to be that long-term fix kind of like what you're saying or if he's not. This is a make or break it year for him. Yeah, cuz right now Justin
1: uh O jo- oh, Big O oh, oh. or 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 Gwena-o. the the other RB on the IR. He's I, I, he's got a difficult
0: name. I'm not even trying his
1: name. Yes, exactly, but he he's supposedly come back soon, I think uh it might push him a little bit to come back quicker if James Robinson struggles one more time. I think Raquel Armstrong has done for the year due to his uh, severe case of COVID. I think that really knocked him down a peg. So right now it is James Robinson's backfield, but it's also a backfield on a bad team. So I, I, I think it could be his to lose at this point. Now, DJ Chark, if he plays, I'm going to put him in the must-start category. Leviska Chenault, he could be a flex option. Uh, best right now on your roster, but elevated if DJ Chark somehow does not play. Uh, Minshew, are you flexing or streaming him? No. Or would you rather stream Herbert? Herbert. Herbert is. Yes, they yeah, are both ab- disappointingly one and Herbert. four. I think the Jacksonville, uh, I mean, not Jacksonville, sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers, I feel like they are a much better team than what their record is perceiving. Now, San Francisco versus New England. I think this is going to be a snore fest of a game.
0: Your team, yeah, well, yes, your your it, boys. It's going
1: to be a great game for me because I enjoy watching running backs just duke it out all game. But I think that's all this is going to be.
0: Uh, low scoring, low scoring. a lot of running. Yeah, game goes by quick. Yes, that's exactly what I'm
1: thinking. Yeah, I mean, running backs right now is are going to be where it's at. Rex Burkhead, he could be a solid, not solid. He's going to be a sneaky little flex. Uh, on the other side of the football, I'm a little bit skeptical. McKinnon, I'm nervous about him. The rookie, Jermichael Hastley, he looked pretty impressive. And, but before I put somebody like Jermichael Hastley in my starting lineup, I want to hear something from Kyle Shanahan. I want him to say that Jermichael Hastley is going to get a decent amount of touches because last time something like this happened a couple weeks ago against the Eagles. A lot of people put Jeff Wilson in the lineup and then, uh, McKinnon ended up taking 85% of the snaps. So, uh, Jeff Wilson became absolutely irrelevant. So I want to hear Shanahan say something about Jamichael Hastley before I end up putting him in my roster. Won't happen. Yeah, that's that's the problem with <laughs> Shanahan. He doesn't he doesn't say much. He's a Belichick. Yeah, he's a Belichickish type player. So that makes it so George Kittle he's going to be your must start. McKinnon, he's going to be your flex. Uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel they're both low end flexes. Debo Samuel is a little bit higher on the totem pole but I put them as flexes at best on the New England side.
0: Uh, there's just nobody I really want to start. Yeah, I'm staying away. I'm staying away. You could do uh, Patriots defense. Yes, you I can. could see that option, but other than that, uh, I'm staying away. Yeah, I, I'm not comfortable
1: starting Niners defense. Typically, if they had a Bosa or some type of non-injured player on that roster, you can definitely go ahead and do that. But right now, I'm a little bit... Skeptical on both of them. So let's move on to a potential snow game. Snow game? Snow game. That, that was some weather reports that we've seen. I think those might be a little bit of a hot take, exaggerated reports, but there has been a chance of
0: snow. Kansas City versus Denver. Give me a rundown. Kansas City versus Denver, all snow all day? I mean, uh, so is our boy Bell playing? I don't think so. Okay, so then Hilaire... Hilaire's is going to have a big game if they are running the ball. If, if they have to run the ball like they did with the Bills in the rain or in the snow, I see him being a very good option. Obviously, you're going to start him anyways. Tyreek Hill is going to be a start. Travis Kelsey is going to be a start. Mahomes is going to be a start. Normal, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, Andy Reid has just said that he is, you know, putting love bells day to day. You know, of course, he has to learn something in the playbook, right? He's got to learn a little bit of the playbook. They got to see where he fits into that offense, and they're going to dibble-dabble a little bit. Uh, if he does play, I think it is going to be a light load. I really do not suggest you start Lev Bell this game. No. I think you're going to have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a wait and see. Uh, Noah Fant is back and healthy. What do you feel like starting Noah Fant? Would you rather yeah. have Noah Fant, or would you have Logan Thomas? Because Drew Locke is playing, I'd rather have no fan. Okay. And uh, Jerry, Judy, any anybody on that offense? Patrick? Ooh. See, I
1: need to see what K.J. Hamler plays right now. We're waiting for his result and seeing if he plays. If he does not, Tim Patrick, I could put him in my lineup. I expect the Broncos to be uh, down this game and catching up a lot, so he can get a lot of points early and often.
0: Did not they say it was going to be a blizzard? They say it was light snow. I'm Anything looking at it right that?
1: now, and NFL. Ex- I'm looking at an article. NFL expected to have its very first major snow game this weekend.
0: Okay, so so then I'm gonna try and stay away. I'm gonna try to stay away from the pass catchers. I, you remember the Bills game, like last year, where there was like two catches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, I feel like if if there's going to be another blizzard, that that is what's going to happen. You're obviously starting your guys on Kansas City because draft them high. There's high potential there, but I'm I'm probably gonna stay away from all the Broncos options if that is the actual case, Mm -hmm. except running back.
1: Right now, the forecast is five inches worth of snow. Hmm. Uh, I've never been a snow person, so I don't quite understand what five inches of snow mean. Like, are we expecting five layers of inches of snow? Your iPhone. So like the size of my iPhone is going to be the letter of snow. Probably
0: about that. Yeah. But but you know they're going to take care of the field, right? Yeah. So as long as it's not super windy, uh, I think it should be fine. Like I'm I was assuming blizzard, something like that. So it's not too big of a concern. But I'll pr- I'd probably try to find a better option just to make sure. But
1: Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, yeah.
0: Travis Kelsey, C E H, starting.
1: Them. They're they're all going in your lineup. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you might want to hamper your expectations a little bit, but. Okay, that's fair enough. That's nice to know. Now, on C- Seattle versus Arizona, the new Sunday night game, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it was a good choice for them to flex this game in. Uh, I wish they would flex Thursday night games out, you know, if they had a better option and they had the Giants versus the Eagles. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, this is going to be a huge game. I think it's going to be an air it out game. I think this is two weaker defenses against uh, very two. High powered offenses Kyler Murray is going to be the must start Russell Wilson is going to be the must start All of the wide receivers on Seattle could be a must start From Tyler Lockett to DK Metcalf And then on this side DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the must start Now Christian Kirk has had big plays
0: Big touchdowns He has. Are you going to put him in? You can flex him Do I feel super super comfortable about it? Not really. The best thing he has going for him right now is Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a big game. There's going to be a lot of points. Cardinals, Seahawks. Seahawks defense is in the greatest. Cardinals defense is not the greatest either. But the offenses are going to be killing it. So Kirk uh, Kirk is going to probably give you some flex numbers. But I, it's hard to say if he's going to have a massive game or not. I don't see him keeping up with the production that he has right now.
1: It is a little bit difficult, but I think he has eclipsed Larry Fitzgerald in production and depth Definitely. chart stats. Definitely uh, that. Now, the running backs, Kenny and Drake, must start. Yes. Uh, Chris Carson must start. Yep. And tight end wise, I'll stay away from both teams. Yeah, I'll just stay away. Find S- a different option. Exactly now. Last game, Monday night, Chicago versus LA. You know, the last time these two teams played on a Monday night game, the uh, Bears got absolutely obliterated. I don't know if you remember that. I think they're going to this game again. I, I think so. So, so, I mean, Los Angeles, they got uh, not necessarily obliterated, but they 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 lost to the Niners. And I think they're going to come back for revenge. Aaron Donald did absolutely nothing that game. He was uh, equalized pretty well. But if you watch that game, all you heard from the announcers was Aaron Donald this, Aaron Donald that. Uh, Eventually it got kind of annoying. I don't know how you feel about that one or if you you watch the game. You're a a Niner fan. I I I thought it was hilarious. Oh, really? So how they talked about how great Aaron Donald was But then again he lost the (laughs) one-on-one He he got pancaked on a one-on-one I don't know if they showed that But so regardless Er Daryl Henderson He's going to earn the start For me Malcolm Brown he's basically a glorified handcuff He's kind of like a Lactavius Murray Where he's going to get touches but You're kind of relying on a touchdown for him to be productive And relevant On the other side of the football David Montgomery he's earned a spot
0: yeah, it, volume is saving him right now this season. I think that's a that's a big thing. As long as he's getting volume, you're going to be putting him in your lineup. Hopefully his production increases, but against the Rams defense, I don't see him having a massive game, but he's going to be a RB2 option for you.
1: Yeah, he's going to be a little bit of a threat for you. Now, Allen Robinson, of course he's earned his must-start, but we're definitely going to see Jalen Ramsey on him. I'm going to hinder his production a little bit now George Kittle had a decent game Uh, I don't know if Jimmy Graham is going to be able to replicate that same exact game uh, but I'm going to put Jimmy Graham in my start on the other side Tyler Higbee you could definitely start him I'm just not comfortable with it considering he hasn't had a game with more than five targets
0: yeah I'm staying away from Higbee yeah trying to find another option. now
1: if Cooper Cup doesn't drop two touchdown passes he might be semi-productive this game (laughs) Uh, Robert Woods is going to be my In my opinion, the best receiver for the Rams. I think it always will be that way. Robert Woods had his own touchdown last week. I think that trend will
0: continue. Robert Woods is amazing. Cooper Cup is great. You're starting all those guys. Um, I have a little, little thing I want to do for right now hit the button. Your doo doo player of the week. So, my doo doo player of the week. Is, it hurts my soul, okay. just to say, Okay, because I absolutely love this player. Um, but I do think he's going to get locked up this week. It, it It's not going to be that great. Allen Robinson, wide receiver, Chicago Bears, going to be against Jalen Ramsey. I, I see that offense not doing a lot against the Rams that got destroyed against the Niners. I, I think it's going to be a comeback game for them. I, I think the Bears could be in for some trouble. Oh, ouch. I mean, yeah, but... I don't want to hear that at Allen Robinson. I don't, I don't, Allen I Robinson don't stud. I don't either, and I, I want to see him. I have him in multiple leagues. I love Allen Robinson. I think Jalen Ramsey's going to play big. I think the Rams are going to play big, and I think that offense for the Bears, just, it's going to hurt. It, it's going
1: to hurt to watch. Now, my doo-doo player of the week is going to be Josh Jacobs, and not because of him or because of the matchup, but because – Of the fact that you just might not have an offensive line to play with. I mean, if your best right tackle is not going to be there, and now all of a sudden you don't know if the rest of your offensive line is going to be there, it's difficult for me to uh, comfortably put you in the lineup, especially a lineup where only Aaron Jones uh, made productivity out of a touchdown. Other than that, he was almost. Uh, 10 carries, I believe it was, for 15 yards, so a nice 1.5-yard average, which is uh, incredibly disappointing in that in itself. So Josh Jacobs is going to be my doo-doo player of the week, but it's not like you're going to not start him if they end up playing. You're still going to put him in. You're still going to start him, but uh, you just might be disappointed with the results.
0: Yeah, line him up. It's not going to get you what you drafted him for, but you'll line him up see what happens. There you go.
1: So I believe that wraps up this week and this episode of top tier tactics of course please remember if you enjoy the episode to hit the follow button leave us a rating and of course check out our youtube channel at top tier tactics fantasy football where we upload our visuals for the starts and sits the nfl headlines and then of course we try to add a quick here and there skit for you guys to entertain yourselves with
0: all right we'll see you guys next week
1: good luck everybody
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.